Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. guys, I am so excited to have Sandy Lee here with me today. She is a three five manifester and we we connected through um, this book that she uh, co-authored Stop Overworking and Start Overflowing, which I have started and it's so good. I, I love it so far. I cannot wait to finish it. I was just giving myself time to absorb it because we don't want to rush through everything, which is, you know, the whole purpose of the book or part of it is like, you know, stop overworking, start being more in the present and everything. So I'm excited to have Sandra here today. Uh, Sandra, do you want to introduce yourself for uh, the listeners? Hi, thank you for having me on. This is so much fun. And um, I am a human design specialist and I have been for like eight years um, and a little bit of how I got into human design. I am um, I didn't believe that the positions of the planets mattered to me because astrology doesn't fit in my brain. I like just don't get astrology. And so um, when I met Karen Parker, who's my human design teacher, and I heard her on a teleseminar, similar to an interview like this, right? And I learned things about myself and my human design chart that are practical and relevant, like today many years later and that compares with my experience with astrology was this has no relevance to my life this doesn't make any sense so a big thing about me is i am skeptical about the positions of the planets making any difference and it blows me away because every time i do a reading with somebody it's like so right on <laughs> and so i am convinced that this has legitimacy by personal experience and the experience of the people I work with. I am similar to you. Like, I'm starting to see some of the astrology stuff because I have some astrology friends, but, you know, I read about my son sign being a Sagittarius and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> like, that, I don't relate to this at all. And then, uh, actually, even with human design, uh, my first encounter with human design was with um, Karen uh, Parker's book, uh, the red one, like her, ba- like her basic, design. yeah, her basic one. Um, and I was reading and I was like, ah, oh, this doesn't quite feel like me. But then, you know, I learned about like, de- like the conditioning and I was I'm um I'm a six, three manifesting generator, eight out of nine centers defined. And I was always told I was too much. So I like had suppressed all of my energy. And that's why like there was this disconnect, but um, human design just kept on coming into my life. And then I was like, oh, I see it now. And so I can, I totally related to like what you were sharing. It's like being this skeptic and like, I'm not as into all of the new age practices as, you know, some, uh, some other people are really into human design. And it's, 
I feel like it's this bridge between the like new age, the like spiritual kind of things and this like scientific, like practical approach. Let's talk about that because my educational background is I have a bachelor's in chemistry. So my, my initial education and conditioning was scientific. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I graduated from school and I started doing, um, you know, acupressure and Reiki. And I had to come to terms really quickly with the fact that there is like this left brain logical stuff and needing to prove things. And then these things that clearly made some difference, but I can't prove them. So I was in my 20s when I when I had to justify that. And so now, of course, I don't just do human design. I also do biofield tuning. Right. So I do energetic healing Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the Internet. Like most of my people, I meet with them on Zoom. So it's like I am way out on the edges of, you could say, woo woo stuff, doing things and like having this left brain logical and like having having finding a way to justify those. And it has been actually really fun and interesting. Oh, for sure. And I have, um, with my, with my head and like my Ajna, it's like, it's in the logical, it's in the logical circuit. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, I gotta like, I gotta figure (laughs) this out. I gotta like, this needs to make sense to me and everything. And, and then it's like, oh wait, but then there's this like these other things going on and everything. Um, and it's, it is about like that balance. And that's actually, uh, while I haven't trained under like Karen, I have, um, I've read more of her books, like I, and I love how it goes into the science of, of human design and how it's true. And like some of the like scientific principles within that. And I'm sure that's why you were attracted to her in the first place, because, I feel like she's got a little bit more of the, let's talk about it in the way, in the science-y, like logical way, and then yeah. bridging everything together. So Part of what I really love about Karen and how she teaches is a, a lot of what I, I really like about how I do human design. I like making it easy for people to understand. Mm-hmm. And when I have read some of the other teachers of human design, it's like I read that and I have no idea what that said. It's really clear to me that there's value in the information, but it's like getting raw, raw, for example, right? There's so much like depth in it and I have to sit with it for a really long time to understand what it means. And, um, appreciate about Karen is she makes it easy for me to to get through that understanding part oh for sure yeah she she's great and I you know what I've gone through with her is I was a part of her membership for a brief time and then I just wasn't utilizing it so I paused it and and everything but the the way that she like teaches has been like brought so many like insights that even though I had been learning from other people, like it was just, oh, 
this is in a whole other light that I didn't quite like notice before. And yeah. I, I really, I really love it. And I love that we're talking about it. Uh, I'm actually curious. I've actually never heard of biotuning. So can you like, can you share a little bit about like, yeah. what, what that so, is? Biofield tuning. This is the, the biofield anatomy map. Okay. So you've heard of the aura. Yes. The aura is the energy field that's around my body. Okay. And so in biofield tuning, we work with this map. Okay. This is this point down here is the earth star. This is the connection to the earth. And this is the sun star, the connection to the sun, and then the energy field around. And you can see that you've got all these chakra centers and energies associated with the chakra centers. All right. So in biofield tuning, I'm using tuning forks and sound to work with someone's energy field. And I create a hologram that if I'm working with Amy, then I create a hologram that represents Amy. Okay. And then I'm working with the issues in, in the body. Okay. So these chakra centers, of course, are paralleled in the human design chart. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was doing biofood tuning on someone remote, so distant session. So I was working with this hologram and I started seeing the human design chart laid over it. Ooh, I love that. And I realized, oh, you know, these are all like issues that humanity in general has. Everyone has the same issues, right? I can work with them from many different perspectives so working with biofood tuning and human design at the same time, I am working with issues together. So imagine I've done human design reading with somebody, right? We've looked at their chart the same way we always do for readings. Okay. Then when I do biofood tuning with them and I get a lot of intuitive information when I'm working with people, right? So something comes up, maybe associated with a chakra, maybe associated with their trauma, their, their, the struggles or whatever. I was like, oh, I wonder how that shows up in the human design chart. And I go and I look at their chart and you know, when people are struggling with something, you look at their chart and it makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> so given my life experience and my conditioning and all the things that have happened to me, right? That are consistent with my chart, right? Understanding that helps me have practical strategies, ways of understanding this, ways of working with it. I take that into the biofield tuning session, and it is so much more effective at helping to resolve the issues. Oh, the things from the past, family of origin, right? That, you know, that hit my human design chart, right? Mm -hmm. So um, the trauma and the, the things that I make up, right? The assumptions, the... Um, not self for conditioning you know, all these things that are not true expressions of who I really want to be, perhaps, right? They relate to the chart. It also shows up in the energy field. And so working with both at the same time is amazing. Oh, I love that. And I, I love, you know, being able to take, you know, the similar systems that, you know, like, like there's chakras within like human design and being able to, work with like multiple things at the same time because like some people way or at least for me like I learned human design first I learned human design before I knew like what what the chakras were or um anything beyond the sun sign <laughs> in astrology and 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 um and the I Ching and everything like that and so 
I really understand it in terms of like human design. Like if somebody's like, what's like your third eye chakra? And I'm like, oh, the Ajna. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got it now. But it's, it's always coming back to that. And so being able to infuse like both the systems so you can communicate things in a way people may be understanding can be so helpful. And I'm fascinated by like, you know, the, the sound, because I'm definitely more of an auditory person um, versus even though I love reading, like I, I learn and, and things sink better for me when I'm listening to them also. So I, I, I'm very fascinated by this bio-tuning. I'm like, I, I, may, I may have to try it out sometime. That would <laughs> be lovely. Well, so there's a couple of things I want to talk about. One is that I have learned since starting to do biofield tuning that sound is the most foundational creative force. Mm. So if we think to all of the spiritual traditions and their, their holy texts, right? They all say, first there was the word, and then there was light. Mm -hmm. Sound precedes light. And so much here is light-based, right? So it's yeah. like thought-based or light-based. Bringing in the sound piece. I found is what makes the difference in the power and the effectiveness, right? So it's like we, how important it is to speak, right? That sound, it's engaging both light and thought and the sound piece. If I, if I am trying to process through something all mentally, right? And I'm thinking and all this stuff, I don't actually have the power of it until I speak it. Yeah. So it's like thinking about the whole, you know, the generator experience and the sack, right? People tend to want to get to a point where they just ask themselves the question inside their head and don't speak it and then make a decision. Mm -hmm. But when what, what they're deciding is really important, I don't know about you, but I recommend that they actually have someone speak it, speak the question to them, the yes or no question, and that they respond verbally with uh-huh and uh-uh because it's the power of the sound. Yes. You know, I never, I never actually like put that together, but I have like recommended to people it, more in business, like put it out on your social media, like don't like, you know, make the decision, but put it outside of you so that you have something to respond to. So I've shared it in a different way, but it is really, it's, it's a little bit about, you know, the sound or at least like something outside of them. Um, and I've noticed, I'm just having some, you know, realizations because that's what I do. But like, I've noticed that the more um, successful entrepreneurs out there are the ones who incorporate like sound where they're, um, where they have like a podcast or they're doing like lives on social media or a YouTube channel, like something with sound related. Uh, because I think so often we, we just scroll, we read, we scroll, we read, we don't really engage, but there's something about the sound that kind of like causes us to like sit and like listen and integrate uh, versus where if you're just reading, it can be so like passive. It's like, it can just happen so quickly and you don't even give yourself time to really respond to it. Yeah. So thinking about the power of music, 
So it's like hearing music can bring back a memory from decades ago that I haven't thought about forever. And music evokes emotion, right? Oh, yeah. so thinking about the power of the sound to reach all of these different places that might not be reached otherwise. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like sometimes I'm just like, I'm playing a song. And I'm like, I'm crying. Like, I don't quite have like the memory, but like, I, you know, you just like feel that emotion or you feel you can even connect to the emotion of whoever like wrote or like is performing this piece of music. Uh, and sound can definitely like bring stuff up. I use it. I use music to be able to like process through emotions. Like I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little sad. Let me like process this out. I have like a specific playlist to take me from like feeling, feeling sad. And like, I, I incorporate dance into it to like, okay, now I'm going to like, let me move into some like happier, more confidence building things. Cause I've like processed through like the sad or the anger and I've moved through to the more like higher vibrational feelings and the like feeling good afterwards. So. Uh, and it's great that you, you've turned that into a conscious process. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like we talk about in, in human design that there's things that just kind of happen. And I'm not aware of that. This is part of my design. Right. So when you learn that this is part of your design, it's like, oh, that thing that I've always done. Now I can be conscious and intentional about it. And that makes it much more powerful and effective. Oh, and it yeah. enables me to also recognize that my gift is being expressed here whatever that looks like. Yes, exactly. Like, and that's, you know, the beauty of human design. I think so often we get, um, we get focused or what I've noticed with people like coming to me and is they're like, what does my chart mean? What does my chart mean? What does my chart mean? But I go back to the question of, well, what are you struggling with? What, why, what's the, what's going on in your life? And let's take a look at what's going what how you can use your chart to become more aware of like why this is coming up and how you can utilize your own like energy to move move through this thing like especially now we're recording this in January it's all about like goal setting and like manifesting and your vision it's like okay let's let's take a look at like okay do you have like a defined ajna or undefined ajna because your beliefs and like how you perceive things is going to affect like how you're going to work with your goals. For, for instance, I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is going to be published later, but at the time of recording, like that's something really trendy. And so it's like, you know, taking a problem and like, let's look at your human design and your energy and what's coming up and how we can move through that instead of just knowing knowledge, just for the sake of knowing knowledge. Yep. Now, let me talk a little bit more about sound. Yeah. So I've been a massage therapist for 30 years and doing um, massage and energy work. A lot of what I've always worked with is blocks in the energy. So for me to be able to be fully myself, I look at it that energy needs to be flowing from the earth through my body and out the top of my head and from the sun through my body and connecting me to the earth. And it needs to go through my arms. Through, so it's like the energy needs to be flowing. Okay. If I stub my toe, the energy in my foot gets all chaotic and makes sense. Yeah. And I limp. I can't function properly. 
It could affect all the way up to my hip. It could affect my back. It could make it so I can't think clearly. The blocks in the energy keep me from being able to function. So with biofluid tuning, I take those blocks and I help them to be able to move. I help the person to be able to be in the flow of life. So it's like thinking about human design. If I am struggling with something, it's like, why does this happen to me? My energy gets stuck, right? With human design, we help them make sense of that so that the stuckness can go away so that they can let their energy flow and then suddenly they are attracting more of the opportunities they want. Mm, yes. So working with, again, the combination of human design and biofluid tuning, I help the person to realize those things that they've made up based on the past, let go of those things so that they're not keeping them stuck anymore, allowing them to be in the flow and attract more of what they want in life. Oh, I love that. And so with like your, cause you, you're using your little like tool that's, you know, making the noise. Is it, are you able to like change the tone in order to like release blockages? Like how I, I have, a, I have a, a limited number of tuning forks. Okay. There are okay. some systems of working with tuning forks that have a tuning fork for every different issue. I appreciate that biofield tuning doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the one that I use most often. We're not working specifically with the frequency in particular, but the distortions in the energy, the blocks in the energy. So just a handful of tuning forks is really all I need. Now, I also use like these stones, right? <laughs> I use a variety of different things for to bring in the different energies. I also get like a huge amount of intuitive information. Okay. I have started to look at my doing biofed tuning as being kind of like channeling that happens to be facilitated by using the sound in the tuning forks. So um, I started talking about being a massage therapist and working with the blocks and the flows of the energy. Yeah. So I've been doing that for a long time and getting intuitive information while doing body work and energy work. Something about this tuning fork system, because I was doing a different system of tuning forks before and it didn't have the same effect. Something about doing biofilm tuning has dramatically increased the amount of intuitive information I get and the accuracy of the intuitive information I get. I mean, it's crazy. The, the field, while I'm doing biofilm tuning, tells me things about a person that they didn't tell me. Oh, that's fascinating. It's, it's incredible, like how we can use all these different tools to activate like this channel within us. And I, you know, I used to be a skeptic, like, oh, no one can be psychic, like what? And um, since, you know, working with different people and connecting with them, and I'm like, you just like, even though you know me pretty well, like you just shared something I haven't like shared with anyone. Like you just picked up on like my literal thought that I didn't even express yet. Like this is crazy. And it's, it's fascinating to be able to use those gifts for good to like help other people to heal them to like in your line of work, like being able to like remove energy blockages. Cause 
so often, like, at least for me, like, so I get so focused, I, I'm not able to always see what's going on, like what's blocking me, because I can get very much in my own energy. And I'm just like, Oh, I can't. And it really helps to have like that outside perspective, like someone who is more of an open channel to be able to like pick up on that and help me move through it and get my energy flowing again. So like your work is like beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Here's how I describe that. I am too close to my stuff Mm -hmm. to be able to see it clearly. Right. So I need someone else to help me. I need an outside of my head perspective. Because with my way of thinking of it, I run loops over and over and over again. I run the same old tracks all the time. And when someone else, any other practitioner really, puts information in that's from outside of my head, it's like a new perspective is possible. Uh, Yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, that's why like sometimes... I, at least like, this is a belief that I've held. It's like, oh, like I can't go to, it would be weird if I go to a, like another human design practitioner and ask them questions when this is like what I do for other people. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, I get so much in my head. And when I've tried working with other coaches who don't know human design, they don't, they're giving, like, sometimes it works, but sometimes it's like, they don't understand like as an emotional authority, like I need like at least 24 hours to really truly like make an aligned decision. I need to sleep on it. Cause I might be like, so gung ho like right away. And then the next day I'm just like, Oh, what did I do? (laughs) Kind of energy. And so having someone who understands that and understands how the energy works and can give like insights so I can even deepen that relationship with myself is so incredibly beautiful and important. So I'm glad you brought that up. (laughs) Yeah. Every week, almost every week, I get together with another human design specialist and energy practitioner, and we work on each other. And, you know, I've been doing human design for eight years. Um, It wasn't until like six years that I really understood initiating. Like this major part of being a manifester, I didn't get it until six years in. And, you know, we're, you know, my friend and I were talking and doing our thing. And I was like, oh, like whole new understanding suddenly come in, usually partly because someone else is giving me perspective mm-hmm. Yeah, on my human design chart. Right. But I can't necessarily see it that different way. And so it's so valuable having somebody else. Yes, I love that. And, you know, I think sometimes, especially uh, for me being like that manifesting generator type, there's this like, oh, like this like idea, like master quickly, master quickly, like kind of like this pressure. And it does take, it does take time because I believe it was uh, like Rahu said, it takes like seven years to fully decondition because that's when our I believe it's when our cells regenerate. You you might know a little bit more because of your science background. I'm not, I'm not a big science person, but it's like, it takes time for our bodies to catch up with what we're learning. It doesn't always happen in like a year or in a week or in like, you know, a few years. Sometimes it does take like that entire seven year cycle to truly transform and like, recondition ourselves. 
forever. For well, yes. It's not a seven year thing. <laughs> it's a forever thing. Well, yeah, that's true. The work never ends. There's always there's always like some new thing, but I think it was the seven years with yeah. I think it was like something about the cells in your body. I think yeah, that, was that makes more, sense. More yeah. what it was. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you there. It is it is a lifelong pro- process. And um I was just listening to like a, like a program that I was rewatching because I have an active brain. So repetition, I'm always everything, but it's um, without the challenges, without this, it's like this light and dark energy. So without the challenges, like we wouldn't want the things that we want. It would be too easy. We would get bored. It wouldn't be as enjoyable, but it's this feeling of like, oh, I moved through this. I accomplished this, like I'm awesome kind of energy. Like it feels good. Um, so I I, well, I love that. And I'm sure you do the same as I do in human design. People have problems. People mm-hmm. have challenges. People have things they don't like about the way they are. And one of the greatest gifts we do is we help them turn it around. This problem that I've always had, and I wish this didn't happen, when they start to see, oh, you know what? This is my gift. This is a big part of how I contribute. Oh, changes everything for them. Yes. Yeah. Like with me, I have the channel of community that like 3740, that's my um, unconscious sun and earth. And I was always told like, you're too giving like people walk all over you like da, 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 da. but a part of that is like no I sometimes or most of the time like I really truly want to be that person for the community like for me it was taking like this negative thing that I was always told about my big heart and like truly like embracing it. like no I have a big heart I get to share this And then I also get to not share this when it doesn't feel good anymore, when it feels frustrating. Like I get to choose and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's my gift. That's why I'm here is to like give, to give back, to share. Um, You know, I haven't shared this with you. I work part-time in a library. I'm a librarian. And so I love, like I have a heart of service. And I just love helping people. And I think like so many people don't necessarily get it. Like, why is she like helping me? Like without any sort of like question of like, oh, asking for money or anything like that. Like, no, I'm just here. I'm just here to help. And I'm trusting that, you know, my business grows, my audience grows and everything. Like it all balances out, but it's just, this is my heart. This is how I give. And like, some people see it negative. Like you're being walked all over, like, People are taking advantage of you, but no, I get to hold my own boundaries around it and I get to choose. Yes. And you take this aspect of yourself that you would do anyway, and you recognize and you're conscious of, oh, I am making my contribution Mm -hmm. by doing this, right? Not just like being able to get past other people's judgment. It's like, no. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but you also recognize when you're doing it, I am giving my highest service here and turn something that you would automatically do anyway without thought into this is me contributing Mm -hmm. 
So it's like the um, what I talked about, about initiating, right? I am now conscious before I do it that I am going to be initiating. And it changes everything. I am aware, even if the person doesn't like what I said, <laughs> that I have initiated something. This is service here to take what automatically happens, and I may or may not like it, into conscious contribution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that changes people's lives. Yes. And it's, it's about like, it's everything is all about how we look at it. Like, it's all about the perspective. And, you know, we can take, um, I'm like trying to think like something, you know, let's say that you get like an unexpected bill in the mail, you know, sometimes people are just like, can look at that and be like, oh, oh, I have to pay this money. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, uh, this, this, I was going to use that money for like a vacation, but now I have to pay this bill. But like, you know, another, like another person's like, you can receive that bill and it can be like, you know what? Thank you. Like, this is for something that I received, like for a service that I received or like someone did something for me or I received something. And now I get to like give back and, you know, allow like the flow of money to keep on going through. It's, it's all about how we look at these different things. And it's same within, you know, our human design charts. Like some people, uh, I get a lot of like, oh, I wish I were a generator. I wish I had the sacral defined. Like, oh, the people with the sacral defined, like they can do anything and they don't get tired and da, 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 da. And, but it's all about like what looking at like, no, like my undefined or open sacral is a gift because I get to be, I get to have like, you know, like situational pleasure and I can like, I can use my undefined sacral to like recognize maybe when like somebody else around me is out of alignment and not being maybe like overworking or um, like burnt out kind of under, like I can recognize that in other people. Like there's, there's so many ways to look at these things and it's, it's, all, it's all definitely like all about how we look at it, how all about how we work with our energy. And um, let's talk more about that because yeah. this is really interesting. When I am doing biofilm tuning, what I pick up is dependent on the context, right? Mm -hmm. so it's like you talked about that person who they get a bill that they weren't expecting. And I was like, nah. so that energy, like when I just like, it yeah. curls down, there's a tightening in my gut, there's a tightening in my soul, and it's a shutting down energy, okay? When we think about being the person who, when they receive that unexpected bill, it's like they think about, oh, the service that I got that made a difference. So it's an expansion, right? So it's like the energy goes open mm -hmm. and there's more flow with just that one thought. Yes. So it's like when we take someone who's got that, uh, response to anything and help them turn it into right the difference in the flow the difference in the pain so it's like when people have this kind of tight and tightening response that leads to symptoms right neck shoulder pain back pain that's mm -hmm. from that energy or anger energy thinking about how that blocks the energy up 
when I, whatever the, the, the stress is, if I can respond in a way that opens, that allows flow, freedom is available. Yes. And when it comes to like business, allowing flow through. People come to me, they take what I have and then they give me money and then I use that money to, right? There's a continual flow. When people have it blocked up, they're preventing that flow. Mm -hmm. When people are upset, they're preventing the flow. So for us as human design people, we help people take the areas of where they've got that contraction, that stuckness, make sense of it, find practical solutions, and then let themselves flow and let themselves be. Mm -hmm. yes. up, they're not allowing themselves to be themselves. They're just stuck. Yes. And I love like, you know, we can use different methods. Like I shared before, like when I'm starting to feel that like upset or like that, like crunch down energy, it's like, if I, you know, if I have like the time and the space to do it, like I will play, I, one of the things I do is like, I play my playlist and like move through those feelings and have like a limited time frame. And then another like method could be like, you know, having like your, your biofield tuning session to like, really like, you know, release those blockages. And there's so many other different ways and different tools that people can use as I, to, open up that flow of energy. Cause at least like something that I used to think is that, oh my gosh, if I have like a bad thought or if I get angry or if I feel like, if I feel upset or if I feel this, like I'm choking the money and I've ruined everything and then there's no point. But really, you know, like a temporary, like anything that we do to like open up the flow is going to open up the flow. It's not, it's not permanent. Everything, it's always flowing through us. And we get to shift these things. Like if nothing is ever completely ruined, like everything can change. Like when we allow yeah. ourselves to open up and yeah. to allow that flow through. Here's another illustration I wanted to give you. So this is a crystal, right? Yeah. And you can see that there's multiple facets on the crystal, right? So imagine that each issue I have, say one of the challenges in the human design chart is like a diamond. And there's thousands of facets on the diamond, right? The way I tell people is every energy in the chart has thousands of ways of experiencing it, right? If I approach my stuff, my issue of where I'm stuck, just from one direction, right? I'm always doing, say, therapy, right? Talk therapy, so over and over and over. People go to talk therapy for decades. Mm -hmm. And they never get done with talk therapy because they're, they're stay stuck because they're only approaching it from one direction. When I approach my diamond of issues from multiple different directions, it's hard for me to escape it, right? If I go to the same talk therapist for decades, right? They know me, I know them, and I, you know, I stay in the same issues in the same old place. If I bring in multiple different perspectives, multiple different approaches, I can't escape them all. Mm -hmm. I can't get around the edge and just stay stuck in my place. I am much more likely to have an awareness. Oh, oh, right. New, new perspectives become available because I have multiple sources 
of information coming in, multiple different ways of working with my stuff, right? That there's more freedom, more ability to, you know, release myself from that really tight bound up package that I have made my life to be. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so this, like, this would be like using different tools to remove the blockages. Like, you know, um, I know Reiki, like Reiki is one way. And I know you said you uh, have been a Reiki like practitioner and like your biofield tuning is another way and uh, doing like, you know, the dancing, like somatic work, like through your body's another way, journaling, journaling is something that I do. And sometimes it's talk journaling. Like I think people, um, I used to, I used to, I haven't done this in a while, but I would like talk myself through my issues, like while driving, like it was just like, okay, just talk through, talk myself around, like through something and like saw it through a different perspective. And I think sometimes we resist like the written journaling because like, you know, we talked about sound before. We need to hear the sound of our own voice. We need to take it, we need to take it like sound wise outside of our bodies. And so like talking things out through uh, like a talk journal, voice journal method can can be helpful. And there's, there's so many, uh, there's so many tools. I can't even think of them all like tapping, like the EFT tapping is another one. Like when we're, I love like you said, like when we're approaching maybe the same issues or even different issues from like all these different angles, it's, it's going to be like transmuted more, uh, the more that we like work, work through it. I love that you, I love that you brought that up. And like, I think sometimes there's this, there's this uh, advice, like, oh, only like go to one coach, only have like one coach. If you have multiple coaches, then like, there's, it's going to hinder you, but there's really like, no, like you can have multiple coaches because there maybe the way that like your coach is speaking to you, isn't really like helping you, but like the way that this other coach is approaching it, that's going to be the thing that'll help you through it. And so having like all the, having different perspectives can be like so helpful. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, we have talked about like so much good, so much good stuff. I love it. Um, so if people were, um, so people were wanting to like get a hold of you to work with you, either to have like a, like a biofield tuning session, like, or even like diving into their human design. I saw on your website, you do like general human design readings and also like for uh, business, you do like business sessions also. Like how can people get in touch with you? They go to my website, miracleinspirations.com. And, um, you know, like for pretty much everybody, charts are free. Um, and then they can book an assessment. So in an assessment, we talk about what the person wants Mm -hmm. and see how biofield tuning and human design might serve them. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I, I was looking at your website. I, I love it. Like, and getting, being able to get the chart for free and then being able to like, see how you can work together to see how we can like resolve any issues like that. Yeah. I love that. Would you like to, would you like to do a short tuning session? Sure. Okay, so for for you, Amy, and then for anyone listening to this in the future, because anytime you listen to this, of course, you can receive this little mini session. 
okay? So think about what is it you want, Amy? Do you have an intention that you wanna create for yourself, your life, your business, for whatever it is you want? Think about something that you want. Mm. And you don't necessarily have to tell me what it is even, just think about what you want. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to just think about, cause like I, I have like, a, I have a hairy, scary goal, but <laughs> not quite ready to share it on the podcast yet. Okay. But yeah. think about yeah. your hairy, scary goal. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and, and I can feel that there's like some anxiety about mm -hmm. it. Right. So yeah. it's like, I'm starting to get some information. Okay. So now this is going to be for everyone who ever listens to this. Okay. So I'm creating a hologram that represents everyone who will ever listen to this, including each time that you listen to it. Okay, so each time you listen to this, you can get a little bit of healing for yourself associated with your big, hairy, scary goal or whatever it is you come to listening to it with. So the next time you listen to it, you might have something different that you're focusing on. It could be your relationship, could be a health issue, could be you want to go on holiday, whatever it is. Okay, so it's like for now, you, Amy, think about your hairy, scary goal. It'll think about my hairy, scary goal <laughs> and we'll do a little bit of tuning for it. Okay? okay, so okay. there's a point below your feet that connects you to the earth. And we're just going to bring it down a little bit. There we go. And feel like already it's just a little bit more grounded, maybe a little bit more ease in breathing. Bring the energy from the earth star through the body and out the top of your head. Just notice that you might already feel a little bit different just from that, okay? Now I'm gonna work with a point that's above your head. We call it the sun star. And I'm lifting it up. And it feels like there are some people who are gonna to listen to this at some point who might have concerns about being seen, being noticed, being heard. Again, very common issues in life and in human design. So allowing yourself to really be seen and noticed. Whatever your type is, even if you don't have a motorized throat, you still get to be seen and heard. And bringing the energy from the sun star to the crown and just feel how like you're supported, you know, whatever it is you believe in, if you believe in God or just, you know, the universe or guides, whatever, allowing yourself to draw in that support for who you are and bring that energy and that support energy from the sun, down through your body, through the back, through your heart, down through your pelvis, your legs connecting you to the earth. So you feel the support that you get from God, the universe, the sun, and that helps you stay connected to the earth. Now, think about your goal, your intention. Harry, scary goal, health, relationship, whatever it is. Think about that goal and allowing yourself to be grounded in that goal, feeling the support from the earth for what you intend. And draw the support up from the earth for your intention, for your goal. And feel that energy from the earth washing through your body and out the top of your head. And thinking about how the support from the earth is going to help you manifest this intention, whatever it may be. And feel how it energizes your heart with earth energy, with support energy, 
and feel the emotion that you feel when your intention is fulfilled and living in your life. Now bring energy down from the sun and from God and feel the support that comes from the sun and from God for what you intend. Allowing the energy of the sun, the sun is here all of the time. God is here all of the time, supporting your intention, supporting your dreams. So feel that light, that energy, that love come to you and fill your heart. Bring it down to your lower back, your second chakra, where you have to do things to have this goal manifest. What is it you're going to do? So get support from God, the sun, the earth for doing active steps to make that goal a reality. And feel that wave of energy coming from the sun and from God, filling your whole body, filling your heart, filling your activity, connecting you to the earth. So take a moment, breathe and come back into current time. That was so good. Isn't that amazing? And it's that was like, amazing. I don't know, five minutes. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't yeah. long at all. Like it, I really I felt like I feel my I usually feel like tingly when I'm feeling like really connected to when I'm feeling like really connected to God and like to like the like the energy flow and I definitely like felt that through throughout everything and it was really it was really beautiful like thank you for doing that like this is so like so cool you guys <laughs> like I'm sure people who are listening are like oh yeah like you know I, lo I love that like thank you so much like I oh you're that. welcome yeah um well, thank you. And uh, also, I forgot to mention, I'm like a little like, ooh, <laughs> I'm a little more grounded, but um, all your information will definitely be linked in the show notes. So you guys like will definitely have access to that and everything. And I just want to, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast today. And it was so great to connect with you. Like this was so, this was so good. Thank you so much. It was really fun. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to get your Human Design Abundance Blueprint. In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to be your most abundant self. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at the underscore HD underscore librarian with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.